everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Pillow Talk with Mark and B, the podcast where we just talk. I'm B, and I'm here with my amazing boyfriend. Yo, hey, I'm Mark. Thank you. Hey, hello. Hello, hello. How's it going, Good. amazing girlfriend? Oh, you know, chilling. The acoustics here are yeah, not they, ideal. Yeah, I know. Like, all my podcasting, you can tell when I'm in this room because there's this crazy echo. Yeah. Um, they build all their buildings out of concrete. I'm used to my fancy dancey recording studio in Calgary, foam walls, mini couch for, you know, yeah. saucy <laughs> couch scenes with El Famous Marco. But uh, yeah, the echo is a situation. But, but soon enough, soon enough, we will move and then we will build and things will be better. Yeah, sometimes all you can do is just make the best with what you have. Yeah, you can't complain about things you can't control. Yeah, exactly, which is what we're going to be talking about in this episode. <laughs> before wow. we get started, I like how that all flowed, that was nice. <laughs> Professional. Um, before we get started, we uh, just want to do some housekeeping. If you guys want to get a hold of us, feel free to email us at Pillow Talk with Mark and B, or you can find us on Instagram or Facebook. All of those just, those uh, links are in the podcast description below. Yeah, it's been cool getting some messages and just seeing, you know, what other people are up to. Other people are making big moves and it's, it's exciting when they share stuff super like that. exciting. Yeah, so, we got a message today. It was super cool. But I'm Yeah, so... uh, if you want to support the show, don't forget to support, support us on Patreon. And that's at Pillow Talk with Mark and B. And uh, you can just throw us a buck. One dollar goes a long way and you won't even know it's gone. Ooh, have you said that once or twice before? Yeah, yeah, I've... I've, I've... <laughs> Begged and pleaded online for many years now. Perfected yeah. it. I like it. <laughs> um, so yeah, today we're going to talk about control. The title of this episode is Control Freak. Because we all know one, we all love one, we could be one. Yeah. But you're going to know what we're talking about regardless of where you stand in that. Um, yeah, I have never been much of a control person. I quite am opposite i'm the opposite typically yeah. i don't like controlling what other people do yeah. i don't like responsibility it's one of the reasons why i don't want children i can't be responsible for them i don't want to control these little punks that's why but i also don't want to make horrible humans so you have to kind of <laughs> control there's a time and place for controlling things but 100 percent, yeah it's i definitely used to be a control freak for sure and i think that in some ways it's like it's a trauma response where you know, if you grew up and you didn't have any control in your life, you try to control everything. Yeah. But man, it's a lot happier from the other side. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things you can work up, get worked up over, or try to just meddle with where it's like, you don't... It's exhausting. There's nothing you can do about it anyways. If it's not your business, it's not your damn business. Um, so we're going to talk about what exactly is a control freak. So I want everybody to shut their eyes and picture when I when we read these off. Picture somebody in your life that you know of that might, you know, have some of these traits. Or maybe even yourself. And that's, a, yeah, we're going to get into that for sure. Um, okay, so a control freak is somebody who feels an obsessive need to exercise control over themselves and others to take command of any situation. It can look like blaming others, constant criticism, um, isolating others, like telling lies or whatever about this, about somebody to just kind of like paint a, paint them in some certain light, uh, constantly keeping score, creating drama, intimidation, there's like moodiness, ignoring boundaries that you've set. <laughs> they can get crazy. They can get crazy. They can get, get crazy. overbearing sometimes. So yeah, if anybody knows of a person like that in their life, then we're going to talk about that for a little bit because, I mean, even I have a controlling person or two in our in my life and 
it's hard. It's hard to manage it. It's hard to, like, without breaking up the relationship, how do you create boundaries around that? How do you even identify if that's a controlling person or if they're just doing it out of love or, like, there's so many different variables. And so I kind of want to talk about that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know anyone who's controlling. <laughs> just on, trying to save face here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so first thing is we identify the type of controlling behavior. So typically they can tell lies about the victim's family members or friends in an attempt to create a dependency on their opinion. Hmm. Can you think of anything to use this like an example? Uh, Justin Trudeau comes to mind. I know I don't get political <laughs> normally, but, you know. <laughs> so freedom fighters are yeah, yeah. honking horns. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, that means Heil Hitler. Yeah, They're racist and misogynist and all this stuff. So type of controlling behavior. He's trying to paint a picture and kind of change the narrative and make it look like it's not. But that way he's got a whole bunch of people on his side being like, whoa, 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 I heard they're a bunch of fucking racists. Yeah, people so, make sides. Yeah, and then they start taking sides. Um, they can embarrass, humiliate, or shame to make the victim feel small. Or they can deliberately set up scenarios where the victim... Well, no, let's talk about that for a second. So they can embarrass, humiliate, or shame to make the victim feel small. I This brings me back to just my ex where it was like he made sure I didn't feel like I was intelligent because if I was intelligent, I would start doing things on my own <laughs> and uh, made sure that he would throw things like this whole gaslighting situation, throw things in my face to make me feel bad when it wasn't really the situation. And, you know, it, yeah. it can get messy. Um, the last is they can just deliberately set up scenarios where the victim explodes so the controller can justify their domineering behavior. Sure. So, um, okay, so yeah, I'm fighting with my dad. And I'm like, you know what? I can't, I can't, I cannot engage right now. I'm going to take a step back and whatever. And then instead he hits me. And then I flip the fuck out. And then he gets mad at me for flipping the fuck out. Yeah. It's like, well, you know. But. Yeah, they, yeah. But it happens. It's crazy. It happens. It happens. So, again, if anybody knows these, this kind of a person, like, if anything's coming to mind, you're picturing It's everything. bad. I just keep thinking of the government. That's the only <laughs> fucking controlling relationship I'm in. Well, it's only the only one that, yeah, like, actually affects you. Yeah. Uh, and even that I got out of it, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, uh... <laughs> we'll come back to that, too, because that's important to note. Um, now, the first thing is, like... I always say that behavior, people's behavior is a reflection of them, not you. And I think that's like an important theme in any, I mean, in life. Like, watch how somebody's treating you and acting and responding in situations because it's a good sign to see where they're kind of at, if they're struggling with anything. Yeah, yeah. The reason why they're so passionate about it is usually because they know somebody that was affected or they're affected by mm -hmm. it. Like, uh, mm -hmm. you know. There's people who are something. addicted to porn then go super hard on people who watch porn even though there's the one doing it or yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah. Cheaters will always deflect and yeah, say, like, yeah. well, who are you talking on your phone with? Da-da-da-da. Yeah, and if you like... grabbed their phone, <laughs> you'd find some shit. Yeah. It's so fucked. Um, but controlling behavior is just not about the victim. It's about them. They're They're broken and they just feel like they need to manipulate the situation to better control their lives. Um, 
A domineering person insists that the reason for their cunning behavior is because of the victim's attitude or actions or tone or body language. It's a lie. It's bullshit. It's not true. There's so many ways to confront in a healthy manner. And I feel like if you use this, this like use of serpentine behavior and this manipulation and intimidation, like there's just way better ways and more healthy ways to communicate or or confront somebody's behavior. Hmm. You don't need to be intimidating to get that done. Um, The third one, recognize the triggers and patterns. So a controller often uses patterns of dysfunctional behavior over and over and over again in a variety of environments. It's way easier for them to repeat the offense than it is to discover and test out new ones. Like, that's exhausting. Okay, so keep that in mind. (laughs) Like, you know, and once recognized, this becomes an easy way to identify the triggers. Know the spark, and it allows time to either plan the appropriate response or plan the escape out. So let's say you're dating, I don't even know, um, you're dating like a raging coke addict and and, um yeah you see it you see it happen you see the behavior you see that they had a bad day at work and you know they're gonna go home and i don't know how you do shoot cocaine you Uh, snort cocaine snort i think typically it's what the (laughs) come on i thought you did more drugs than this i thought you were cool (laughs) yeah that's about my my knowledge um but yeah they're gonna they're gonna go home snort cocaine and take it out on you like you see the behaviors you see the pattern you you've lived through this a thousand times before and a lot of times people ignore that and like it's just easier to just hide in your room or you know that kind of thing but get out while you can yeah sometimes it's just easier to get along with people you think you know you don't want to raise too much of a fuss because you know you have to live with the person at the end of the day 100 percent. but you know I mean, that, that was my that can only, for two years. Yeah, that can only extend for so long and so far before you're... You're exhausted. Exhausted and just like, yeah. Not, and you're not living you. a lie. Yeah. Like, who you are isn't somebody who hides in the corner. And when you've done that for two years, you've now become somebody who hides in the corner. And so this little person inside of you, this guy inside of you is just like, get me the fuck out. <laughs> and eventually it's going to come out and, you know, careful. <laughs> um, now, Mark's mentioned it a few times. You can control your own behavior, and it's pretty much the only thing you can control. Yeah, yeah. You get to choose how you want to respond to situations. Sometimes it is fun to like just get fucking mad and lose your temper, but also at the same time, cool that was a you know that that's a choice. You can choose to do whatever you want. Yeah, like you can choose to just get mad and like fuck it. I'm gonna go have you know six beers and I'm gonna get drunk and I'm gonna or. Don't let them win. Don't make them, like, you know, have more ammo for you. Anything like that. Like, they want you. They push you into this corner. Don't do it. You get to choose how you respond. And it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, and they want you to, like, con- they want you to directly answer the control tactic. Like, that's what their goal is. It's to incite the victim to a defensive subordinate position so that they can overshadow. And it's not... Like, it's just, that's it. You're just more under their control. Hmm. It's not cute, you know? So there's a few ways that you can get out of it. There's ignore and walk away. That's always a good one. Yeah, yeah. I think typically that's my uh, approach to things. Just like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm not, yeah, don't engage. Fuck it. Like, I'm not getting involved. I don't want to sit here and watch it. I don't want to be around for it. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. Just ignore and walk away. Second, uh, distract or change the subject. 
Okay. Hey, listen, I'm not really down for this. Like, I don't really even have the capacity to talk about this right now. Could we just not talk about this? Change, change the subject. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm tired today. Can we not talk about this? That's a good one. Um, <laughs> you can ask a question. Just completely change the conversation. Shift it. <laughs> yeah. Just like, so how was your day today? Oh, did you, did you go through that before? What happened? Oh my goodness, that's so interesting. Yeah. Tell me about that. Just get them talking about themselves. They love talking <laughs> about themselves. Um, a good one, and I mean, this one kind of takes practice. And I feel like every time I've been in this situation, you find, you figure this one out, like, 15 minutes after the conversation. You go back into your room and you're like, you were like, wait a minute, that doesn't logically make sense. And then you say it out, you put logic to the statement, and you're like, fuck, I should have said that. Like, damn it. Now let's go back and fight with them. (laughs) But you can always just apply logic to the situation. And this is a good way to diffuse yourself, where it's like, they're yelling about something, you have no idea, like, how this is even a thing right now. Just apply logic. Like, it doesn't make sense. They're angry. Even if you did yell... They're, it's not going to matter. Yeah. So just walk away, apply logic. That's it. And I feel like there's a lot of guilt with, with like you know this this whole scenario. So apply or counter counter the guilt with logic, and like listen, I didn't do anything wrong. Hmm. I haven't said anything to hurt them. I cannot be taking responsibility for this because I don't have anything to take responsibility for. Like yeah, sometimes yeah. Apply logic. Um, and then answer the fear. So when the controller is jealous of the relationship between the victim and another friend, respond to the fear of abandonment instead of anything else and say the words. Like if somebody's coming out of left field and yeah, let's use the like friend situation. Um, so two friends are hanging out, best of friends, whatever. And then another person comes to the circle and then... I don't know, friend A and the new friend start becoming closer and closer and closer. Friend B is then put on the side. So she starts raging and, like, oh, no. texting the drama and, like, you know, MSN conversations where you, like, accidentally <laughs> message the wrong person. Oh, God. All this shit's Set going down. Set your Facebook setting it's, to, yeah. it's complicated to get a rise out of somebody. Everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but answer that. Like, again, read this person what is it saying? What is it saying about them? If they're not getting mad at anything logical, it might be just fear of abandonment or fear of being replaced. And, like, answer it straight up and say the words directly. Like, listen, I would never replace you. You're my best friend. I love you. I just, we have, we've been going to these poetry readings. Oh, poetry slams. (laughs) And it's been awesome. (laughs) You know when they Uh, snap to clap? (laughs) That's too aggressive for me personally. It's so vintage and I've just been having a good time and like just explain it. Like it's real life and it never has to be that complicated. Yeah and that kind of goes to to the final thing that I would add to this list is just fucking laugh it off. Like Mm. make a joke of it, make light of it. That's typically my go-to after kind of hearing them all i also just leave if it's just silly yeah but laughter helps like especially if it's like it just cuts the tension Mm -hmm. or it could even show them that they're being ridiculous if you phrase it the right way or like make it goofy or whatever i've actually seen you respond to situations like that where it's like super tense and it's like we're freaking out and you're just like okay guys like (laughs) yikes let's take it down Here's yeah. a cat, whatever. Yeah, just try to make the situation a little lighter. It doesn't make the problem go away, but it 100%. just kind of just brings it to a calmer level, maybe. 100%. And again, like, you can only control you. So if it gets yep. too much, like, maybe this isn't the friend for you. Like, 
maybe this this person that you've been envisioning or whatever maybe they shouldn't be in your life like maybe it's a toxic and if they're not willing to change you know that's that's a whole thing in itself if yeah but we'll get into that but again what can we control so now we've got that huge list what can we control uh ourselves and only ourselves that's it like, yeah. it's so easy it's so simple so like yeah it's just crazy it yeah there's all these outside factors in life that you really can't control. You can't control what your friends are going to do. You can ask them to come help you move. They're not necessarily going to, even if they say yes, you can't mm -hmm. control any of that. Yep, 100%. I've seen some people get so worked up when their plans get bent out of shape or whatever that then they basically come become inoperable. Like they just mm. shut down. Mm -hmm. And you got to realize you can't control other people. You can't let other people bring you to that spot where now you're like... Yeah. You can't, like, and, like, that's the thing. If you don't like your job, get a new one. If you yeah. don't like where you live, move. Yeah. If you, like, you literally, ha like, I know we say you only have control of yourselves, but that's a big thing. Yeah, like, there's a lot of things you can still control with yourself. 100%. Um, you can choose where you live in the world. You can choose who you talk to. You can choose your boss. You can choose a hundred different things. And the only opposite to that is an excuse. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I don't make enough money. Okay, the amount well, of times I've heard now, uh, oh, you moved to Panama, I wish I could do that. And then they're like, I'm like, well, why don't you? And then they give me some excuse. Yeah. It's, it's just like, like, well, like, even one of them is like, well, I've got family here. I got, I got, I had to give like, up my family, <laughs> yo. Like, we both had family Yeah, like, oh, oh, you have a job here? I had a job in Canada. Yeah. Like, but it's crazy it's excuses and it's fine like you yeah. know it is a tough thing and everyone shouldn't move to panama the only that's issue a ridiculous is thing they but, can't say oh i wish i could do that and then but i've had people do yeah. stuff like that it's everyone's like, had don't actually, yeah or wouldn't. like i wish i had a better job it's like then go get a better job yeah or i wish i made get more, some skills made more money do whatever you have to do yeah you you can change you can do different things there You're were not... times in my life that i worked four jobs that's like that's rowdy if i wanted more money i went and got more money that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, it was super simple to me. <laughs> if you're just hanging out on, like, the side of the road, people will give you money, yo. Yeah. You, like, you could just get a sign and make You know what? I heard money. about in Toronto. What? They There was this chick, and she made or she lived in this, like, multi-million dollar mansion, and then people found out that she was begging on the streets. It was this huge lawsuit, and she was like, you guys gave you, me your money. Yeah, I didn't... I didn't tell you I was homeless. I just dressed <laughs> like it. Like, yeah. what you guys did with the information you perceived to be true is your own issue. She won. Boss ass bitch. But, like, hey. <laughs> I've heard another story where, like, um, a guy starts with a paper trip, paper clip and trades it for penciled and <gasps> trades it for, and eventually gets up to a house. <gasps> and who knows how true that story is. But you can control things. Like, you can go out and make moves. Yeah. Start making things. It doesn't always work out, but the more risk you take, the the more likely you are to succeed at things. Hundred percent. Yeah. Like again, in six months, you can have six months of progress or excuses. Yeah. Or even six months of mistakes, which is mm. fine. That is fine. Sometimes you you fail a couple times before you get it. Fail fast, learn fast. <laughs> yeah. That's but. the only way you're gonna learn is get. Actually, I saw this thing and it was like in depression and in doubt. Those are the if you move in those two areas of your life you're in you're in complete doubt you have no idea what you're doing with your life blah 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 move forward something good will happen sure depression move forward something like if you start making and making moves or whatever in the middle of all the shit guaranteed it's your first step out yeah the harder thing is how to make the moves like that's 
sometimes difficult to figure out those exact pieces on how do I actually get a new job. Mm -hmm. But you don't get a new job until you start trying to get a new job. So, you know, it's all kind of... 100%. 100%. I mean, I know somebody and I've been like, yo, get LinkedIn for two years. And they're like, oh, it takes so long. It takes so long. <laughs> and then finally we moved down here. He emailed me his uh, his resume. He was like, hey, can you make me a LinkedIn? And I did, had it done within like 15 minutes. And that's it. I don't think they've applied for any jobs on that. But like now they have a fucking <laughs> I, LinkedIn. <laughs> that's one more step. <laughs> they're one step closer. It's crazy. But, okay, so <laughs> we just tangent. But, um... In that list that I had read at the beginning, I want us to go back because, again, the only person we can control is ourselves, not yeah. our spouse, not our sister, not our brother. Yeah, this is this is not an episode that you just go show your control freak friend. It's yeah. not about that. It's about controlling yourself. We're going to do some introspective uh, investigation. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I'm going to read this list out again. And we're just going to see how many we relate to and how we can change these things. Okay. And Okay, so blaming others. Um, I feel like I'm pretty good at this one because I always try to get perspective. Hmm. We're like, no, no, like let's do some investigation, seek to understand. Maybe they thought this, maybe they thought that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I blame the government for a lot of my woes. Well, yeah, I blame <laughs> Justin Trudeau. Jeez Louise! No. Uh, my cupboard wasn't opening this morning. Fucking Justin. Fucking guys, don't I pay taxes for something? <laughs> Um, constant criticism. This one is hard. I mean, like, yeah, I feel like I have opinions and stuff like that, but I never tell anybody that. I would never go to somebody and be like, yo, I think that your house is a disaster. (laughs) Your kids are walking around and they're just like never bathed or whatever. (laughs) Just keep your opinions to yourself. Mind your own goddamn business. (laughs) Um, isolation. This is more like like gossiping and stuff like that like trying to make a person isolated and i feel like i was in, around enough bullying through high school that you just like you see that damage i mean even my parents like holy fuck the stories that i hear about me oh it killed me killed me <laughs> yeah it's not a good time no it hurts so um, don't be that person <laughs> <laughs> just don't um keeping score yeah, I mean, this one's easy. Even this week, I feel like this is one I've struggled with. We're going to tell a story about some stuff that happened this week that we have absolutely no control over. But all week, I was like, okay, I did this, they did this, they did this, they did this, they did this, I did this, we tried to do this, and we were so nice here, and blah, 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 blah. None of that mattered. Yeah. None yeah, of like, that uh, mattered. Chalking up points. Well, I did a nice thing here, so then you should do a nice thing for me. But ultimately, yeah. that's kind of just manipulation. You can't expect somebody to do well, something. Yeah, like you can't. Like, yeah, 100%. You can hope and whatever, but like ultimately, you're not owed nothing. Yeah. And if it all blows up in your face, then it does. Yeah. It happened. You can't control it. You can just control how you respond to it. Yeah. Ugh. Um, creating drama. I definitely used to create drama a lot. For sure, for sure. <laughs> it can be fun. Yeah, and then people, like, just tell me things. So I've gotten a lot better at, like, keeping secrets and becoming, like, integrity is really important to me. So if somebody says something, it's that. You're, like, locked with me forever. But, yeah, I used to start a lot of drama. It was fun. <laughs> it was, like, back in the good old days, you know? <laughs> um, intimidation. Yeah, none of these are really kind of my thing. Yeah, you're not a control person <laughs> no, by any means. No, yeah, I try to relate to these. I'm like, uh, I feel like a fraud even doing this podcast sometimes <laughs> just telling people what to do. It's like, 
yeah. <laughs> not my thing. Intimidation, my experience with intimidation. Just like lately, honestly, I feel like religion, uh, like lots of like be- using God as a weapon and yeah. God as a tool to get other people to what I mean, obviously I'm not using that because no, but that's been happening a lot in our lives lately. Yeah, you know, you t- people can tack on, well, I felt feel like God told me. And it's yeah. just like, fuck, how do you even argue that? Because yeah. I feel the exact same way. About the opposite. About the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now you can just tack this on and then instantly I'm wrong or a bad person. It's yeah. like, okay. Yeah. But, hey, whatever, I can't control that. Exactly. Fuck what it. do you do? I just... Um, moodiness. Are you a moody person? I mean, you're always happy. Yeah. Except for when it comes to the fucking government. <laughs> yeah, you can't what be is going... that? <laughs> I, I was in an abusive relationship with the government for yeah. 32 years of my life. Oh my god. And I finally I, got out, so... I looked on my pay stubs for the first time, I'm pretty sure, like, ever, and, like, a thousand bucks every two weeks is being taken off my... I don't know what I thought Taxes. was being taken off, yeah. or... I was losing 50% of my money to somebody. Yeah, what a that crazy That didn't thought. do shit for me. What a crazy situation. I'm so happy that we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> um, ignoring boundaries. So this is a big one. I feel like it's... I'm very good at just like, hey, I don't really want to be talked to like that. Like, I don't really want to be around that. Sorry. I really don't want to be in this conversation anymore. All that kind of stuff. But the person on the other side is like, well, no, 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 I'm, we don't have to keep talking about it, but here are seven different verses or here's a book that I thought you should read or blah, 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 blah. It's like, that's not, that is not respecting a boundary. And if you get upset at somebody for making a boundary, that's an issue on you. Like that's a, that's a warning play. That's controlling. That's controlling. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're the person who, after you get told a boundary and you just get mad, stop. Full halt, red lights, <laughs> brakes, <laughs> everything. Watch yourself and, and look into that. Like, why does it trigger me so much? Why do I feel like I need to control them? Why do I need to look into it? Because, you know, yeah. Yeah, this one this one can be tough because, like, when somebody tells you a boundary, it's not just... Yeah, you also got to, like, recognize people's boundaries. Like, yeah, and, it, and even if you don't agree with it and, like, you know what? This is a choice that you're making for your life. I don't understand it, but I respect it. Yeah. And it's yeah, like I have I have a friend that doesn't smoke weed or anything, and I just stopped asking him if he wants to. Like clearly, he doesn't want to. Yep. And that's that. That's that's, it. that's his boundary, and I'm not gonna push it. Hundred percent. That's all you can do. Yeah. And again, like this whole self awareness. Like, I think being self aware and being aware that we need to make changes, but then doing nothing to make those changes is a form of self sabotage. Like, if you're at home and you're like, I fucking hate my girlfriend, I fucking hate my job, I fucking hate my my house, I hate this, I hate that, but then do nothing to change it, you just bitch about it on the internet? Yeah. Why? Yeah. That's self-sabotage. Yeah. And that's your anxiety yeah. winning, and that's like... Yeah, it, it can be tough to make moves, and sometimes you also don't even know you're trapped in it. Yeah. Like... Seriously. I mean, me with my ex, I thought I was super happy, and then... Yeah. I was just kind of like like i don't know playing pretend and yeah wishful thinking and then when i got out of it and i saw what it really looked like oof, yeah. i wasn't happy yeah i was like struggling to keep my head above water yeah well unfortunately it might just be one of those things where like it's only with time do you actually get that uh, perspective where it's like the first time somebody d- makes a mistake and it's 
half a year into your relationship. It's one time. Yeah, it's one time. But then as the years go on, you know, now you're eight years and you're like, okay, now this has happened a bunch of times. Like this is now a pattern, not just a mistake. Exactly. So sometimes it's hard to know, like. Yeah. It's tough. And then even like when it comes to like ending marriages and stuff, there's this whole like, like image thing and disappointment from mom and dad or grandma and grandpa. Yeah. One of the biggest things I was not looking forward to about my divorce when I got divorced was people just being like, oh, how's your ex? And I'm just like, well, here we go. Here's the situation. Yeah. (laughs) And it's not that you, you know, you tell them every detail, but you have to say, well, I'm not with her anymore. Mm -hmm. It's awkward. Mm -hmm. It's very awkward, but yeah. And then you're not like looking for sympathy, but then of course the response is like, oh, fuck like yeah it's like sorry. i also don't even want to get into it with oh you because you're just fu- some fucking dude i don't even dude. know you <laughs> but, yeah it, it, there there's that little bit there too uh, yeah it's crazy that's crazy there's all these fucking weird things that happen yeah but i came up with a few things to just stop like i know people call it like ocd and that's like a big thing lately we're just like oh, i'm <laughs> so ocd i need to do this i need to do that i need to have control don't like don't and i think one of the things with you is like you don't i don't know if this is gonna be insulting or not oh yeah i'll take it as an insult (laughs) now (laughs) i like my ego personally but you don't have a big ego like at all i mean you take pictures of yourself now in the mirror now that you're all like that's for my fans so (laughs) they appreciate it let me tell you i've gotten some feedback um but yeah like just let go of your ego it doesn't matter yeah who cares what other people think of you it what is, do you think of yourself yeah and like if you're controlling other people like mind your own goddamn business who are you to think that you have a say in somebody else's life yeah even if you, they're doing something that you think is wrong that's just like so ignorant and so i i never understood that yeah i don't know like uh, Big picture thing, it's like, yeah, we need to have some control over other people. We need to control people so people aren't going around murdering people. Mm-hmm. You know, they, there needs to be some high-level f- control. Mm-hmm. But also, at the same like, time... I cannot like, control, I, I don't know, my aunt in Ontario. Like, it's yeah, none of my goddamn business. Yeah, my and, cousin doing shit, none of my business. Yeah. If I had kids that were full, full-blown adults making their own decisions, like, none of my business. Yeah. That's it. Like... Let it go. Let your ego down. Take yourself down a notch because it's not good. It's not a good look to be that controlling person in everybody's life. It's not cute. It's not good. Um, if you really struggle with it, delegate to others. Hey, man, I've been really working on this. I, you know, I've been struggling with this. It's, it's hard on me. What are your thoughts on, you know, this? I just want to bring you into it to keep me accountable. And only then can that other person have some insight, have some say. Like, if you're delegating your these kinds of things in your life, then yeah, listen to that person that you trust and respect. And yeah, you know, um, acknowledge that you can't control everything. Like, genuinely, and I feel like a lot of this control stuff is a it's a trauma bond. It's trauma tactic. It's like I had no control as a child, so I need to control this. Give yourself a break. Yeah, you just, some things are just whatever. Even, even like, religious people use it as, like, a kind of control for their afterlife. Mm. It's like, I believe in this, so I get to go here. And it's like, you don't fucking know. You're just trying to control. You're just trying to make an illusion or whatever. Yeah. You're just trying to have control over your life. Yeah. And that's fine and whatever. 
But realistically, if a bus is going to hit you, a fucking bus is yeah, going to hit you. Yeah, it's fucked. Yeah. You like, don't have control. So give yourself a break, because genuinely minding your own business is nice. Like, it's, it's very nice. chill. It's not anxiety-ridden. It's like, it's a whole other life, or life down here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. great. And then I would say, like, legitimately start working on different areas of your life that you can give up control on. Like... If you're the kind of mom who's like, okay, I need to make sure that this, 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 and this is taken care of, you got a husband, my friend. You got a partner. Utilize the partner. Hey, can you take care of lunches every day? It's been really stressful for me. Can you make the kids lunches every day? That would help me out a lot. Boom. No longer your problem. Don't supervise to make sure that there's six snacks in a juice box. Like, (laughs) that's it. Just let it go. Let it go. (laughs) It'll work itself out. Or it won't. Fuck yeah. it. I find I say that a lot. Yeah. It's like... 100%. Whatever. Yeah, you can't. You just can't. Yeah, so let me flip this whole episode on its head now. Me and you are both very independent people. But mm-hmm. typically there are two types of people. There are people that are independent, and then there are those people that kind of... Dominant. No, like want to be controlled. Oh. Like, I guess maybe there's three ty- ty- types of people. The people that want to control, the people that want to be controlled, and, and the people just, that are just like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. Because um, there's nothing wrong with giving, like, your life to somebody else to kind of, like, manage or, like, help you out. There's nothing wrong with, like, mentorships and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Or, like, obviously, when I talk to my parents about issues, I value their input. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not just them trying to control me or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, I'm saying, like, if you're a person who is naturally not, like a dominant person or not like wanting to take control even of your own life find somebody who will do a good job of it Mm -hmm. for you because yeah not everyone is the leader of everything yeah that's fine not everyone has that ability some people make great support roles like even in video game characters like there are people that like playing the healer or you know the Mm -hmm. behind the scene person where they're not doing all the hard decision making but they're kind of there but they're reaping the benefits of a good leader so if you find yourself in kind of one of those positions it's fine just make sure that you're under control of a good control freak somebody who you trust who you actually think is going to do you good and who puts your best interest in mind yeah this is another thing where it's like if you if you found somebody you're just like yo mentor me make sure that it's not just like you living a lie to please them they need to know exactly who you are i had a mentor a couple years ago and she got really all about god and we had this huge debate because i and i went to her because she knew i wasn't a christian but she knew about my morals and my fundamental principles and all that and so i was like i want you in my life to kind of keep me on track but, like, drop the God thing. We don't yeah. need to talk about God. I'm not like, going to do seven Jesus push-ups. Yeah, like, I know cheating's wrong, not because the Bible said it ro- it's yeah. wrong. I don't need to be reminded of second turn like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, 100%. I just needed somebody. I We have the same values. Just kind of drop that little aspect. Yeah. Like, And then we had, like, this, like, hour and a half conversation where it was like, I know God's real. And I'm like, how? And she's like, I just, I just know. It's just a feeling. I just know. It's just a feeling. And I'm like... You don't know if it's just a feeling. Like, this is, mm-hmm. it's just so confusing to me. And so I had to drop her because, yeah, like, you, I can't, I'm not going to go that direction. Yeah. And I can't pretend like I'm going to be that person to make this work. Like, mm-hmm. that would be lying to myself. Yeah. So be honest with who you pick. Be honest about where you're at, where you want to be, what that looks like, what the journey looks like. And just, yo, I want somebody to keep me accountable when I get there. Yeah. Can you be that person? 
don't get somebody who's just going to instill all of their beliefs and their opinions and blah 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 and what's worked for them because that they're not they're not talking about their life they're talking about your life yeah be selfish in that and that's important if you pick a mentor that's one of the most important things you'll do with your life i remember all of my mentors through high school and hmm. university and they were all super important they all played super important roles but i also remember the ones that just kind of were in it for them and for the image yeah and for the title yeah exactly exactly and it so, shows yeah so kind of yeah it, you know there's nothing wrong with having people in control over you you yeah. just want to make sure like i have no problem paying taxes when they're to the right things yeah you know but you're just gonna come and take you gotta you gotta be aware of who did you know that in you're... saskatchewan they have they're putting this bill out i think it's on april 1st that there's a 7% sales tax for people who sign up for gym memberships. Yikes, they want to keep you fat and lazy. I guess. I, yeah. There's no other, I can't figure out why. Why gyms would specifically <laughs> get, yeah, you see, like, shit like that. Shit it's, like that, I don't want to pay fucking taxes for. So. Like, you can't run outside without paying sales tax on that? Are you <laughs> yeah. fucking kidding me? Yeah, like, it's crazy. Yeah, so just, yeah, be aware, you know, find somebody that you actually trust and value, their life will speak volumes, where are they at with their life? Mm -hmm. Do you want to be in the same spot? Mm -hmm. and i mean like this is all like we can even talk about yeah a situation that kind of went down this week like we had tenants upstairs we're trying well we have like a two-level split house in canada and so we're trying to sell it and we found out that the tenants upstairs were like smoking and all this shit so we were like okay you know what if we're trying to sell it anyway like you guys yeah, and they and they didn't give me a damage deposit yeah. while well, they were late and i was being you know lenient and whatever it was crazy but and then we found out that they were smoking inside, so we were like, "Hey, no, fuck you, you're you're evicted." Yeah, there comes a point where you know you do have to stand up for yourself. Like I typically be like, "Ah, it's okay, like get it to me when you can or whatever." Mm -hmm. But also at the same time, you can't get taken advantage of. And then when we found out they were smoking inside the house, which is like so '80s, it's so confusing to me. Um, we then did not have damage deposit to pay for that to get cleaned, yeah. which was like a whole thing in itself. So we were like, okay, now we're just going to evict them, then put the house up on market, whatever. Yeah. And keep in mind, we're, we're in Panama. So yeah. dealing with situations, even simple phone calls, even the best way is email to communicate, which is communicating through text is horrible. horrible. It's absolutely horrible. Horrible. So we, yeah, we kicked them out. Today was their last day. Um, they ended up stealing a bunch of shit from the house and yeah. they weren't even there for the walkthrough. Yeah. They just kind of like stole a bunch of shit and ran and... Yeah, and for, for two weeks after we gave them the eviction notice and for two weeks all we could do was just nothing, to essentially. God. Yeah, hope to God that, you know, things would be okay. Yeah, and it would be very easy to kind of run with it and like, okay, shit, I can't go to sleep now because all I can mm -hmm. think about is I'm stealing my shit. It's or, pretty stressful, but that's not how like, we handled it. You can't control things. Like, I don't know for me, once again, like, I'm just going to do something else and not think about it. Yeah. I think that might be very easy for a guy as such myself, but, mm. but I find mean, out like, what works for you. But really, if you can't control it, you don't get upset about it. Don't, yeah. like, and I mean, I, I was on the other end, like, thinking up a thousand different scenarios and I had Mark being like, no, no, like, just chill. It's fine. It's we'll find out on do. Sunday. We'll yeah. find out. Like, yeah. who knows? Yeah. And that's Waiting all we sucks, but that's all we can do. Um, I had something good to say, but I guess it's gone now. Oh, sorry. Um, but now that they're out, now that they stole stuff, now that I have evidence on email and text that they've stolen stuff and they knew that they weren't supposed to and blah, 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 
I'm just going to file a police report for them and (laughs) go at, like, that's what I can control. And they will be paying us back for replacing all of these stuff and for the fumigation. And And if they don't, fuck it, whatever. Yeah, all I can do (laughs) is control trying to go in that direction. And then again, once I file all of that stuff, I'm not going to worry about it. Like, I can't, we cannot live. Life is way too short to worry about things that we can't control. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it goes back into the embarrassment stuff that we talked about last week. Like, there's no point in ruining your day because you had a bad morning. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Like, life is just way too short. You can't stress out about that kind of stuff. Yeah, like, at the beginning of this episode, I basically was saying, like, you know, some people, they just, if something goes out of out of their plan you know they get into a minor car accident on their way to work their whole week now was yeah, thrown they're off angry, or like, they're tense, it's like it they're fucking short. happened deal with it just move on move the fuck on you, you can't control everything That's it. just yeah life is crazy and you're not owed anything yeah. and you know there are people who have been like you know starvation camps who are smiling and happy yeah because they can't control anything but they control can control themselves and they are going to going to bed with a clear conscience yeah and it's important like we just live in a world where you never know what the fuck especially right now we can get nuked tomorrow for all we know Jeez. like but we're just every day we're just gonna live life like it's not the last it's not actually how we live our life but like, <laughs> just chill and fun and like we're gonna make every day count i'm not yeah. i will never be at a point where i'm 50 and i'll say oh i didn't do anything with my life yeah. Because of the choices I'm making now. Like, I just know it's not going to end up that way because that's who I am. You I want to say that. I did things in my life, um, but I'm not doing anything right now as I'm sitting <laughs> on a beach. <laughs> and that's the point. <laughs> but yeah, no, I like, I really invite all of you guys to just like introspective, look inside and see if you're the person who's trying to control and if you're, you know, the, the are, person are you worried. St- yeah. Are you staying up at night? thinking about things that you can't control until tomorrow anyways yeah man it's come up with some type of coping mechanism yeah because Um, it's a waste of you like now now you can't sleep now you got work tomorrow on a monday morning and it's bullshit and you can't get through the day and then you're upset about not being able to sleep which just makes the problem snowball one one thing that has been super difficult about coming down to panama is um in canada weed was legal and I smoked it a lot, and it helped me sleep, and it was fantastic. And I had insomnia. My mother has insomnia. Yeah, but I think we should like insomnia that I have never seen before. Like your mom, I've seen it a little bit with her, where she's up at two, and then three, and then four, but like up, like she's just laying yeah. there all night, and she can't sleep. And then at four thirty in the morning, she's like, "Okay, well, I'm up for the day because there's no point laying here." And then <laughs> yeah. like, go, 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 go. But when you and I started hanging out, you started smoking weed. Yeah. So when I moved in... Yeah, my insomnia pretty much went away. I'd still wake up once or twice every night, but I'd be able to go back to sleep. Yeah, and and coming down here, the cats, I thought it was just normal. (laughs) Yeah, coming down here, weed is illegal. Yeah. So it's been super tough. Like, I haven't slept in a long... A good sleep. Like, I have not got, like, a full four-hour REM sleep. And it's fine. I keep saying, well, at least I don't have to do anything tomorrow. Yeah. You know, there's things that... I could just bitch and moan about it, but I, I can only control what I can control. Yeah. I can't control my sleep pattern. Okay. I did find a weed dealer. Yep. I think. 
Yeah. <laughs> hypothetically. <is> hypothetically. <laughs> if any police officers are listening. <laughs> Hola. No, but like, and that's the thing. Like, one day he was so frustrated. And again, Mark does not get mad. He's never on a 10. I've never felt like I was with my ex where I was walking on eggshells and worried about his response. Unless like, you say government. <laughs> never. And then over the last three weeks, he's maybe slept maybe like 13, 14 consistent hours of like actual REM cycle sleep. And it's not good. Holy fuck. And so the other night, he was like, in the middle of the night, he was like, fuck, like, what the hell? What the fuck? <sighs> All night. I'm like, oh shit. But I did have to work the next day. So I was like, okay, well, the next morning I got up and talked to a doctor and like talked about some next steps. And yeah. we figured out a solution. Yeah. As you know, marijuana in Canada is used as medicine. So mm-hmm. got some medication on the flow now and that's yeah. it. Yeah, one thing too for for that whole insomnia, like I tried to make the best of it too. Like yeah. uh, like I I will wake up and then be like, okay, I will go do X for a little bit just so I'm try to distract myself, try to make the best of it. Try to get more tired and then go back to sleep. Yeah. Go and... go work out if I have to for a little bit. Like yeah. you can only control so much and you can't control everything. Sometimes even your own body will betray you. Yeah. But you know. And no sleep, try... it gets you like you're exhausted. And, <laughs> but even you were like. Oh, actually, I want to mention that love language thing. Don't let me forget. Love language. Okay. Um, but even you were like, hey, babe, I've noticed that I have been moody lately. I noticed that I'm kind of going on that scale of irritability and I'm sorry and I want to do something. And I'm fully aware of that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, look, you haven't slept in weeks. If you think, babe, like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're fine. You're fine. But that was important too. Like, if you're with somebody and you're being an asshole, you were never being an asshole. But if you're being an asshole, like acknowledge it and do something about it. Don't. Yeah. If you know your behavior needs to change, fucking change it. Yeah. If you know it and you don't, yikes. yikes. Yeah, <laughs> not yikes. that you never will make mistakes, but. Yeah, and everybody like, does make mistakes. The more yeah. we, I actually read this thing and it was like the biggest thing that couples are scared of is to tell their spouse the truth. Yeah, that's that's crazy. How sad is that? Yeah, I I, I get that because I've been in relationships where that has been true. Me too. Um, it's so sad. And like, yeah. if you're not with somebody who you can genuinely be honest with, it's like, yo, I had the worst day ever and I want to go scream into a pillow. Okay, like, go do it. Go do whatever you need to. Like, you have to be with somebody you can trust, somebody you can vent to, somebody that you can trust even to be, to lead you. Like, if I, like, you joke all the time about like, oh, I'm going to, send my friend this shit thing and blah 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 and i'm just gonna ruin this guy's day and whatever it's fun to joke about it i know you would never do it <laughs> never do it so if i ever got into that position where i'm like fuck this i'm gonna send this person this message you'd be like eh, nah you probably shouldn't and blah blah and i trust you that that's gonna be your response i trust you <laughs> i trust you and that's the whole thing where like you be with somebody you trust look up to and respect yeah and who trusts and respects you as well yeah 100%. Yeah. Sometimes it's tough to find that person, but then maybe you just shouldn't be with anybody. Yeah. Until Maybe that's a fucking hard truth. And seriously, like, why? Yeah, I agree with that. Don't be with somebody if you're going to hurt somebody. Don't be with somebody if you're just going to be a punching bag. Yeah. <laughs> Don't. Um, that love language thing before we kind of like wrap up. Um, we had talked about love languages, like one of our first episodes, I think. <laughs> and... In it, we were like, this is how you should love somebody who 
you know, it like speaks this love language. And this is how you love somebody that speaks love, this love language. Yeah. So I'm very verbal. And so I'm constantly like in and out of my office at the house here. And I'm just like, hey, love you. And then I go back into my office and love you. And thanks for making me food. He makes me food all the time. Oh my God. <laughs> He's got a lot of time on his hands. So I just get food all day, every day. And so every time he does something, I'm like, hey, love you, love you, love you. But like, believe it or not podcast mark is not that verbal <laughs> he's really not yeah i don't know how i end up being a podcast to talking yeah but. it's weird but yeah he's not verbal and so we were outside one day we have this like little routine of just hanging outside on the what is that thing called patio hammock hammock on the hammock we just like hang out there for 10 minutes and he was like babe you always say i love you first and i love that and i love you but every time you do it, I'm like, damn it, I need to say that first more often. Yeah, because then it's like, oh, I love you too. And it's like, well, why didn't you say it sooner? <laughs> <laughs> but then he told me, he was, because he also, he comes up to me all the time. It doesn't matter where I'm sitting, if I'm in the kitchen, if even if I'm working. He'll like come in, put his hand on my shoulder, and then walk out. He won't even say anything. He'll just like, do you need something, blah, blah, blah. But his are touch and acts of service. Yeah. So he comes in, he touches me. That means I love you. Yeah. And he brings me a fucking tuna sandwich. I love you. Like, and so he had said, he was like, just so you know, when I touch you or when I put my hand on your shoulder, like, that's my way of saying, like, it's a nonverbal, I love you. Yeah. And I've known that, but didn't really click, I think, that you might even be feeling like you don't know if I know that that means Yeah, you, love you know, me just making and... people aware of how you talk and yeah. communicate. It's... So go tell your partner exactly what you do to make them feel loved. Yeah, and hopefully they're like, oh, okay, yeah, I picked like, that. Yeah, that I, makes sense. I get that now. Okay. I didn't know that that's how you were doing it. Or yeah. Hopefully they already knew. Yeah, I mean, we had already done that episode and it didn't even like, <laughs> I'm so happy I wrote that down. Oh, yeah, I you know, it. different people have different perspectives and it's you always kind of... You don't know everyone. You don't know what other people are thinking. 100%, so. yeah. But no, Sometimes it was it's such a cute say. moment. The stars, Panama, <laughs> Bartolio. It's just <laughs> perfect. <laughs> um, that's kind of it for this one, I think. Yeah, yeah. Mind your own business and, you know, take control of your life. It'll work out. It'll or it won't. Out. Fuck it. Fuck it. Just be happy. Just, just If it all goes to shit, at least it'll go to shit with you having a smile on your face. <laughs> yeah exactly very photogenic <laughs> exactly make it count <laughs> um we want to hear from you guys so if you guys have any stories any crazy like i was super controlling this was the situation that kind of switched gears for me and this is kind of where i learned you know kind of to take it back us back a notch all that kind of stuff email it to us pillow talk with mark and b at, at gmail.com cool well Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thanks for doing this with me. Yeah, it's fun. I love you. I love you. <laughs> now I'm touching your arm. Oh, that's <laughs> real nice. My hand's going down you. Oh! Uh, record! <laughs>